0: Get the documentation so that it's proven that you've had the conversation where they understand it's their responsibility to comply with laws, not yours. You're going to demonstrate yourself professionally. You're going to give them the ability to say no too. Just let them have the choice. Don't make a legal decision on behalf of your customer.
1: Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show the podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here and once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Hans Skillrud. Hans is the co founder and VP of Termageddon, an auto updating website policy solution created for agency owners and their clients. I'm sure, many of you out there have heard of Termageddon. If you haven't yet, you should definitely check it out. Termageddon has generated over fifty thousand website policies for its customers, and their agency partner program has helped agencies around the world make a ton of money—over a million bucks in combined annual recurring revenue. Hans, welcome to the program. Let's—I'm uh, excited to talk about privacy policy. I never thought I'd say <laughs> that, but like, dude, i am i This is a—we all deal with it, right? Whether whether we're a web agency or a marketing agency or an SEO agency i mean we 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 either have a privacy policy or our clients have to have one or they should update theirs so dude welcome to the program
0: thank you so much yeah i, I you know i lived and breathed that life uh, running my agency and being asked all the time what should i do for policies and i'd be like i have no idea like i'm not your attorney like and and then i'd find myself copying and pasting a legal document for on their behalf from like another competitor website and it just never felt good, and um, you know what happened in my life is I ended up marrying a privacy attorney, uh, so I ended up you know creating a tool to help agencies protect themselves and their clients. So
1: wow, well I'm glad it wasn't like I, I was going to ask you like why did you start the business right? Which I was thinking in the back of my mind it was like he must have gotten like sued or like taken down <laughs> or whatever. But marrying a privacy or a, uh, uh, marrying an attorney that that works in that stuff that's a that's a different angle for it.
0: Yeah, over a dinner date, I was just like, yeah, I just copy and paste policies whenever my clients ask me to. And she's like, you realize how bad of an idea that is, right? And I'm like, no, yeah, that's a pretty good point. Um, I was like, but, you know, clients tend to not be able to afford privacy attorneys to not only draft privacy policies, but then monitor laws and keep your policies up to date. You know, unless you're running like a data harvesting company like Facebook or something like that. Sure, dedicated attorneys makes complete sense, but... Small business owners, I mean, boy, is that a stretch uh, to be able for them to be able to afford something like that. So, you know, um, there's nothing wrong. With it. In fact, if you can hire an attorney to afford it, good for you that nothing beats that. But yeah, Termageddon has been an excellent alternative to helping um, agency owners and their clients get protected. So, you know, Termageddon, we give agencies a free set of our policies forever in the hopes that you like our tool and consider our reseller or affiliate programs. So you can make a little recurring revenue offering a, an alternative solution uh, to keeping policies up to date over time.
1: Cool, man. Well, well, let's. I, I, um, I think this is one of the episodes. It's. Uh, I think we'll, we'll try to have some fun with it because it's kind of like eating your broccoli. Like, have your privacy. Have a good privacy <laughs> po- policy, right? Like, but I guess tell us, like, what what should be in a good privacy policy? Like, what are some of those key components that maybe uh, are less common that people put in there, or they they should be aware of?
0: Yeah. So. Um... I think definitions are good. I hate to, you know, go into definitions and I'm, oh, now my, my inner wife is coming out. Please note this is not legal advice. Everything I share today is for informational purposes only. Um, A privacy policy explains your privacy practices. It explains to your website view uh, visitors what information you're collecting, like names, emails, phone numbers. When you're sharing that data, we have so many customers that are like, well, I don't share data. Well, no, sharing data is very common. A good example, if you submit an inquiry on a contact form, do you receive an email in your email inbox? Well, you just share that person's data with your email service provider, whether it's Gmail, G Suite, Outlook. Such a good example of like where people get confused. A privacy policy explains your privacy practices and a compliant privacy policy exists and it provides the exact disclosures you're required to make under the laws that apply to you. Nothing more, nothing less. It's that simple. So the goal of a privacy policy, find the laws that apply to you. Make the disclosures required under those laws. Move on in life, um, and a good generator will help you just do that for you. A terms and conditions, otherwise known as terms of service terms, these are all the same thing, and they are basically a document to help limit your liability as a website owner. So I love a terms for virtually any website because it's just basically a ton of disclosures that help you limit your liability. For example, hey, we offer links to third-party sites. We're not responsible when you click on one of those links. So if you click a link and that site gets hacked and you get hacked, you can't come back and sue us. Just about every website in this day and age offers links to third-party sites. And a terms of service can just provide the disclosures that help limit your liability. Disclaimer is kind of an extension of a terms service. A disclaimer is needed under certain circumstances. Like if you're a law firm website, maybe you could provide something that could be seen as legal advice. Or maybe you have a health site, like talking about health or fitness. You want to make a health disclosure, medical disclosure. If you have affiliate links, you want to make an affiliate disclosure. A disclaimer helps further limit your liability under some circumstances where some businesses, not all, need one. And then last but not least, a cookie policy and a cookie consent solution, everyone's favorite topic. A cookie policy and a cookie consent solution is needed under some, not all privacy laws. A good generator will help determine if you need a cookie consent solution and what type you need. Um, uh, not a lot of people realize that GDPR cookie consent is fundamentally different than a CPRA cookie consent. So you need a tool to help you figure out if you need a cookie consent and if so, what type. Then, cookie policies, cookie consents, they are cookie consents are in, in general intended to ensure you get consent first prior to placing non essential cookies on a user's browsers. However, the term has also been used for CPRA, which is if you sell the information you collect or opting out of share uh, uh, targeted uh, marketing. So, anyways, hopefully that wasn't too. Hopefully that was fast enough to get through the boring part. Policies help you comply with laws, limit your liability. aka not get fined or sued for your website. And you know, as a former agency owner, I tried to keep my head in the sand as long as I could. But I think the time has come where we need to either embrace this stuff or we need to maybe find another option because regulations are hitting this industry. Whether we like it or not, people are getting a right to their privacy, which I think is pretty cool. What I think is a joke is that we as website owners now need to comply with potentially a multitude of privacy laws just to have an online presence. But there's good tools out there that can help you get properly set up so you can move forward with, you know, creating a good online presence for your business.
1: Yeah, Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code D-A-S-C-W when signing up. Let's get back to our show. I have a feeling like sometimes the your conversations at the dinner table with your wife, get um, they become like <laughs> riveting discussions about... <laughs> Privacy policy law and implementation. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if that ends up, you know, bleeding over in a personal life, but no, um, no.
0: She's a fundamentalist, <laughs> which I love. Like she's she's all about privacy rights for people, which I I I've come to respect um as the as the days, months, years have gone by. I've always been of the mindset how do businesses protect themselves? And I think like we kind of meet in the middle with it, which is let's get people, let's get website owners, let's get business owners a solution that they can keep stuff up to date. And Donata has actually done extremely well in her nonprofit work. Um, You know, she's the chair of the American Bar Association. 600 privacy attorneys report to her, and then she provides guidance to legislators on how to write privacy laws on behalf of the American Bar. So um, she's a top-notch attorney um, and doing great things to help ensure everyone in general gets privacy rights, but in particular in the U.S. Yeah, well, that's, that's cool. I mean, I think that it's,
1: you know, it's interesting. I mean, I think you have the, like you know, business owners are trying to serve their clients and, you know, find people that they can help. Uh, Obviously, with the last few years, like Facebook and other people have shown how we can take individual data and maybe leverage that a little bit too far or without somebody's consent. And it seems like people are becoming more savvy with how they want to navigate online. I mean, obviously, Apple kind of pushed their thumb on the scale in terms of how they believe people's data should be tracked um and stuff like that but uh, i mean i love i love the tool right i mean i think people like privacy policy terms like they are super complicated it's there's a lot of moving parts with those and you know i think i think too many people are out there you know copying and pasting is is there like i guess getting into like the risk and liability side like like i guess i i theoretically see how you could be liable or or you could have some type of exposure through a privacy policy or lack thereof or lack of a good one. I mean, are you seeing um, what kind of lawsuits are you seeing being brought against companies where a better privacy policy would have or potentially would have protected them?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think a lot of people don't realize I, the news covers when Facebook or Google gets fined a billion dollars for noncompliance with the privacy law. What never gets covered are the one-person marketing companies getting fined 60,000 euros for changing one of their customers' email addresses to their subscription, email subscription, without their proper consent. Like, that's the stuff. There are one-person companies getting dinged for this stuff. Granted, it's not a ton of, of companies right now, but it is a growing number. Hundreds now. I think maybe even... No, it's thousands now. <clears throat> a really good site to check out would be gdprenforcementtracker.com. I'm pretty sure that's it. Google search GDPR enforcement tracker. You'll find the correct link. Pretty sure. It, or maybe it's just enforcement tracker, but... Anyways, that site will take you to all the GDPR-related fines. Um, GDPR, uh, the, the the data protection authorities under GDPR have done a great job at publicly disclosing, basically calling out when companies get into trouble. Um, other privacy laws is a little bit harder to find when people get dinged. Um, but you know, we we got on the horn with the attorney general of California and asked him about CPRA, some clarifications on their law. And turns out they're building an entire department to start finding people for non-compliance with that law. An entire department will be dedicated to finding people. I would say though in general and I got to, I want to reiterate this not legal advice but I personally feel like fines lawsuits are relatively low compared to where I see them going. Right now in America, because we don't have a federal law, we have individual states proposing their own laws. And because privacy laws protect people, they don't care where your business is located. So if you're collecting their people's data, you may need to comply with their laws. States like New York, where accessibility lawsuits originated from, states like New York have three privacy bills out right now. If any one of them is passed, it will allow any New Yorker to sue any website owner located anywhere for collecting as little as an email address on a contact form without proper New York privacy law disclosures. And that's what I try to tell agency owners is that now is the time to educate your clients that it is their responsibility to comply with laws, not yours. And in again with our free agency partner program, we give you waivers that you can you don't even have to recommend term again. you can just use the waiver just to get this documentation in place to ensure clients understand hey, I might have built you this website, I might have built this contact form, but it is your responsibility to comply with laws and keep your policies up to date over time. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like what we saw with accessibility over the last five years, we are going to see with privacy in the coming, my guess at the time of this recording, I'm I'm predicting within two years, we're going to see ambulance chasing lawsuits, which is going to get unfortunate. And then there's also the the existing lawsuits that happen all the time from uh, DMCA, copyright infringement. You know, a terms of service can provide a disclosure that helps drastically limit your liability from being sued um, by explaining uh, who to contact if there is a concern with copyright infringement. That one little statement can create a safe harbor for a business and help prevent them from being sued. In fact, I know a customer that was prevented from being sued because they had that disclosure in their terms. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think... For agencies, you just constantly—I mean, I lived this life, and and I happen to talk about my experience as an agency owner, if you like me to, and my transition to term again, if you like me to, but. I just always was was uncomfortable cuz clients rely on us they trust us to give them our opinion on things related to tech and they for some reason think policies are tech policies are legal and 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 we advising them that they go to an attorney always results in I don't want to do that it's too expensive I don't want to wait two months <laughs> termagun or another generator could be a potential solution to consider um in those circumstances I,
1: I have a theory, Hans, that you probably have more data to back this up than me or experience. But I think a lot of web pros, even like larger companies that are building very robust websites for medium businesses, small businesses, I think it it might not even be a conversation in a lot of the projects. It's like they have a standard boilerplate in like their template or their building framework they plop it in, they update the business owner's information and they hit publish and the business owner never asks about it. And yep. the uh, the agency never asks about it. Like it was something that somebody, you know, I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if you pull up privacy policies of established businesses that have like lorem ipsum in their privacy yeah. policy. <laughs> you know, so I, it's it's good. To, like I love bringing awareness to this because I think it is one way that an agency can show up with... Um, like show up as a pro, right? They, yes. it's they're gonna be like, hey, look, like it's it's one of those things. Like this isn't gonna be like the cool strategy stuff that we discussed, but we do. We just need to hit this thing. Are you writing your own? Are we gonna use a tool? Are we gonna copy some boilerplate for you? Ultimately, you're gonna be liable for this stuff. So let's make the best decision. Like you know, I mean, even just that those words coming to you, your client's like, oh wow, this these people know what they're talking about. Like They they're not like gonna just leave
0: us exposed on on the
1: internet or whatever.
0: I completely agree. Having the conversation is something we as agency owners can do. And we simply, if they ask us a question that is way beyond the scope of tech, we'd be like, well, hey, I'm just to remind you, I'm not an attorney. I just know this stuff is becoming more and more important in my industry. And that's why I like our website policies waiver, which gives the customer a choice where they can select. I don't want to do anything for my policies. I always say let the business owner decide if they want to comply with laws or not, because at the end of the day, they're the ones responsible. But if you don't bring it up with a client, you know, the website you're building are going to be facing the privacy laws of tomorrow. So if you're not having this conversation and you end up getting a client getting fined or sued, Who's the first person they're going to reach out to? They're going to reach out to you, furious, yeah. and probably will try to sue you. Make sure you get it documented. That's all I say. I'm not, I'm not saying push term again. Of course, I would love you to. <laughs> you, but you are absolutely, that's not why I wanted to join this call. I wanted to share the yeah. fact that get the documentation so that it's proven that you've had the conversation where they understand it's their responsibility to comply with law. It's not yours. You're going to demonstrate yourself professionally. You're going to give them the ability to say no, too. Just let them have the choice. Don't make a legal decision on behalf of your customer.
1: Yeah. So you're um like you pivoted right from agency into into running a SaaS. So are, are you running the agency at all anymore? Or are you 100 percent focused on on Termageddon?
0: So yeah, I I started an agency in 2012, built it to a 12-person team in downtown Chicago. I did sell that agent. I bought an agency during that experience. Um, but then I sold my agency uh, to go full-time Termageddon in March 2019, 2020, something like cool. that. Cool. It was a very difficult decision to say the least you know my agency was certainly stressful, but extremely exciting. I would have been an agency owner for life had I not started dating a privacy attorney but um but I made the decision <laughs> to sell my agency and boy, have I learned so much in terms of how I would do my agency differently with the knowledge I picked up with termageddon and and I'd love to share that if if you're interested
1: sure I mean what are some of the key things that maybe you would have done differently
0: so the number one thing I would say is that Speaking on behalf of the fact that we have 7,000 partners we've manually approved and had the conversations with the majority of them, agencies that niche down are in a different ballgame. They just wallop in sales. Like with the agencies reselling Termageddon or referring Termageddon, you can just tell from a bird's eye view who's niche down and who's not. I mean, the ones who are niche down, they churn websites. My gosh, they just push them out. And I think it speaks to my experience running Termageddon. I built Termageddon. Because as an agency owner, I was not satisfied with the other policy generators out there. I wanted to build something for agencies and their clients without any concern whatsoever. And so I just built it out based on my own, you know, knowledge of it being an agency owner. Turns out I wasn't the only person copying legal documents for clients. Turns out this is like how the internet has worked for like decades now. And in fact, I want to find policy zero. Like who's the first person <laughs> to write a privacy policy? And everyone copied from there. Um, but... uh so I, I built out Term again based on what I wanted to see. I wanted to be able to do it quickly. I wanted to have very little stress. Um, and, and we built out our application that way. Well, it turns out my problem was the problem for tons and tons of people. And that's why I think we've taken off because it turns out like it's very scalable. And, and, and my lesson I got from it was that when I was running my agency, we were, we openly were like, Hey, we're going to accept any type of business from anywhere. So long as it's a website or an app. Well, Nowadays, I'm like, that's not niche down enough. If you niche down and you understand your customer deeply, you will be able to provide an offering that they can't not turn down. Like that, and and once you and sorry, let me look at my other point. And once you're locked down on, on an offering, the less variance you will deal with from your customers. So when I had a customer give me a uh, problem they need solved when I built their websites, it was it, it was based on whatever their email was. Like, oh gosh, they want. Member management portal over here, and they want a subdomain over here for donation, whatever it may be. It was all over the place. Which term again? I have about two hundred questions I get from customers, and I know them on the inside and out. I can answer them in my sleep. Um And and that, I think that speaks to like when we hone down on agencies and what they need and what their clients need. Th- there's only so many questions they can ask before they fully understand absolutely everything about our business. Whereas with my agency, I felt like I never had that. There was always the unknown where I'm gonna get an email, where they're gonna request something, where I'm like, what how could they think that, that we offer this? And man, so so my recommendation was is to niche down because that and, and understand your customer, because that will help determine your profound offering to them and your profound and the more profound you are with your offering the more locked down with exactly what you offer the less variance the less craziness customers will have questions for you and therefore you will be able to scale your business more so that would be my 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 feedback for anyone who's running their agency considering it
1: hey agency owners are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white-label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white-label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white-label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash uGurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash uGurus. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. Cool, Hans. I think we uh, we have a lot of the same uh, notes and speaker notes for our, our pitch for our program. So <laughs> you're telling agencies how to do it right. And uh, man, I love it. I love it. So um, it's cool to see your bird's eye view of being able to see that many websites and that data. I'm jealous uh, that you, you can see... You know, every agency you work with, you can see every site they create, right? You guys are, are getting pulled into that. So that's, that's super cool, man. Well, congrats on your success with Termageddon and all the stuff you guys have going on.
0: Do you have a couple of seconds to stick around for our lightning round? I do. And, and also just want to know it's an honor to be on this show. I've been waiting for this for a long time. So this is
1: great. <laughs> Dude, we're pumped to have you. What is the best advice you've ever received? To make anomaly, you got to
0: break some eggs. Fight Club, Tyler Durden. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? My utter ADHD and passion to just uh, get focused in on things, like, but not see peripherals whatsoever. <laughs> Can you share a
1: tool, app, or resource besides Termageddon that you think our listeners would find valuable?
0: Wappalizer. The Wappalizer Chrome extension will tell you how any websites built, all their technologies, all their tracking tools, everything. Wappalizer, I pay 10 bucks a month happily. It's the only Chrome extension I pay I pay for. Wappalizer.
1: I have never, never heard that on this show. I'm going to get it. Check it awesome. out,
0: folks. Uh, what <laughs> book would you recommend for our listeners? The Black Swan uh, by Nassim Taleb. Um, I don't read much, but that book absolutely rocked my world. Um, I think people take things for assumption. There's more being assumed and more risks being taken on in this world than we understand.
1: Very cool. We will link out to Black Swan and Wabalizer over in our show notes. Check it out. YouGurus.com slash podcast. Hans, how can our folks find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out?
0: Yeah, feel free to go to termagun.com. Brent, if you don't mind, I'll do a little promotion. If you sure. go to the agency partners page, fill out the application. To reiterate, it's free. You get a free license for life. If you mention you gurus and you're still listening to this podcast, um, we'll it, mention you gurus, we'll give you an extra free license.
1: That's a that's a good deal. Maybe a free lunch in there. I don't know. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> so check it out, uh, termageddon.com. Check out their agency application. We'll link to that as well on our show notes at yougurus.com slash podcast. So if you're out there on the road, on a run, or on your bike, get home. Check out YouGurus. If you listen to this week of, you'll see Hans at the top. Click on Hans, and you get lots of cool links, takeaways, nuggets from today's program. Hans, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Thank you for having me, Brent. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.